Hello, welcome to the State of Waste for February 5th, 2023. This is Paul Jeffries bringing you the news from the Education Committees in our state legislature. There have been a lot of bills that just got introduced this week that are kind of fast-tracked because we're running out of time. Uh, I believe it's the 17th that will be the last day for bills to be passed out of committee, and then the following week will be the last chance for them to be passed out of the Finance Committees. So this week we had two bills that passed out of their respective chambers. The Senate Bill 5065, teaching about bone marrow donations, already has been assigned to the House Education Committee, and then House Bill 1015 for paraeducation requirements. Since ETS is canceling their paraeducator test, this gives the paraeducator board an opportunity to find a test or develop a test that paraeducators can take, and also making it a little bit easier for they pass that test that allows them to meet some other requirements for becoming a paraeducator because we have such a shortage in this state. Placed on second reading in their respective chambers, Senate Bill 5127, Redacting Student Information, Senate Bill 5019, Paras and School Safety, that's the one that removes that line from the prototypical model, so the state would no longer be providing money for that. Senate Bill 5085, the admin contracts with bargaining. Senate Bill 50072, Maintaining Equity and Highly Capable Program. House Bill 1113, Information on Reprimanded Teachers. House Bill 1277, the Paraeducator Requirements. So you'll notice that some of these bills have both a House Bill and a Senate Bill. And there's some similarities between those. There were just some House Bills introduced this week that have a companion bill in the Senate. Um, passed to rules but not yet put on second reading would be the Senate Bill 5175 allowing admin to have three-year contracts. House Bill 1207, the emergency expulsion, changing the language to emergency removal. Senate Bill 5257, providing adequate recess time. Some notes from superintendents that have said that would be a hard one to do. It also did not pass through the first time it went through. And then this time they brought it back and it did pass the second time. There were a couple changes. Sounds like there were some conversations around what was appropriate. It's still going to be hard to find that time without, it's going to have to come out of the academics. So where is the, you're trying to put that priority on academics over play and not quite sure where that will end up, but that will be for superintendents and principals to decide. Senate Bill 5054 PLCs, encouraging schools to offer up to four hours of PLC per week and then having non-certificated staff in the classrooms. So if we have a shortage of non-certificated staff, that could be difficult. And then House Bill 1146, parent notification for dual credit, just making sure parents are aware of the options for their students. Scheduled for public hearing in the appropriate finance committee, there'll be ways and means in the Senate and appropriations in the House are the small school district funding bill, Senate Bill 5126, House Bill 1232, enhancing the college-bound scholarship, House Bill 1013, about the regional apprenticeship programs. House Bill 1109, special education funding. That's the one that will get reimbursement for continuing the process of getting students their initial IEP for initial evals over the summer. Senate Bill 5311, which affects the special education multiplier. Senate Bill 5243, high school and beyond plan, moving that to an online platform. And Senate Bill 5355, which require, would require instruction on sex trafficking and the public schools. Also, Senate Bill 5020, the age for elementary schools. Oh, these have been referred but not scheduled for a committee. Uh, starting that age at 6 instead of 8, Senate Bill 5048 would be waiving all the college and the high school fees for students. Senate Bill 5125, the Washington Future Fund, which really doesn't impact us as 
teachers as much other than it could be a mindset issue that kids know if they have that money coming out of high school, what, you know, what is the point of getting my diploma? There's nothing tied to that. They just get it. <clears throat> so it does, it does get paid from the state. That's good. But, uh, just not having anything tied to it seems like they should have to do something to get it. Senate Bill 5180, the interstate teacher mobility. Again, we'd be the first state to pass that law. And then there were 10 other states working on legislation around that, which would allow any teacher within those states to have a much easier time of changing to that state. Passed but not yet assigned rules would be House Bill 1113, the information on reprimanded teachers. Schedule for executive session this week would be House Bill 1003, the access to dual credit, 1238, free school meals for all, 1239, an educator code of ethics, which we kind of already have, but they want to do something to make that a little more uniform. House Bill 1228, dual language education, Senate Bill 5102, school library and tech info, Senate Bill 5248, COVID money for tutoring, etc., uh, House Bill 1305, the initial evaluation requirements. Again, a lot of IEP stuff this session. Senate Bill 5408, the ninth grade success teams. And this just had a public testimony this week. And that was, it sounds like it would be a really good program because we know that ninth graders, if they don't pass classes, have a much, much more likely to not graduate from high school. So providing these success teams, it could be interesting. It has worked. They've piloted it. And now they want to make it across the state. Senate Bill 5441, Inclusive Curricula, and 5462, the Inclusive Learning Standards. That could be interesting to see how that goes through the process and hearing more public testimony on that as well. There's some people that are for, some against. It's pretty divisive. I think if that goes to a vote, it passes on a straight party line. Senate Bill 5527, adding additional AP classes for Pathways. For graduation, that just would include, I know I saw pre-calculus on there as one of the additional classes, like a European history. So just more alternatives for passing a test that could use to meet the graduation pathway requirement. Senate Bill 5559, the Isolation and Restraint Bill. There's another one of those that we got presented in the House. Senate Bill 5593, providing student data to universities. So this one just got introduced this week, had public testimony. And what this would do is would make more of a communications tool between high schools and universities, they would have access, almost seemed to me as I was reading it, like it would be a marketing tool that they could let students know what's available at those universities. I'm not quite sure about that one, um, whether that's a positive thing or not. I think for universities it is, they can reach out to more students, but I don't know if that student data should necessarily be given out to them. Senate Bill 5038, change of contract deadlines. These are bills that had a public hearing, but there has been no executive action scheduled. The House Bill 1479, a restraint of isolation. It's possible that they, as a Senate bill comes through, that they don't pass theirs. You know, it's hard to say what will happen with a lot of these companion bills. And then a new one, Senate Bill 5505. You can see that that 5505, I think it's 505 bills have been introduced this legislative session at that point. This would extend the number of school days to 185, but they did say in the public hearing that's negotiable. We know there's been learning loss, so maybe we extend the number of school days each year so that we can try to make up for some of that loss. Scheduled for public hearing this week would be House Bill 1308 pathway options, creating another pathway option. Senate Bill 5617, so you'll see the 600s now. Those are all were all introduced this week and have been scheduled for public hearing. The skill center course equivalency, making sure that high schools and skill centers have the same course equivalencies. So if they take a class at a skill center, it counts for high school. Senate Bill 5626 on media literacy. Lots of pushes for this. 
this would be i think this was the one that put it in uh subject areas so each subject area would have to have somebody that's in charge of learning about how the media is takes place in their subject and then they would come back and train the school house bill 1504 here's the companion bill about school recess house bill 1536 withholding the high school diploma this was a bill that passed a while one or two years ago i can't remember exactly i think it was two years ago but we schools may withhold a high school diploma if there's been damage done to the school in excess of a thousand dollars and so what this allows is that is you can have a student work off that amount by working at the school or doing work around the district but they have to be paid at the hourly rate so it has to be a minute at least minimum wage so that way students can work off that now it did say that it would be the lesser of one of two things they get the amount under a thousand dollars so the way i read it was that if it gets under a thousand then that's considered paid off again the school district has to come up with the money to pay the rest of it or that they reach a certain age and then it's just waived so a student really could again this is my interpretation of what it said a student could just wait and not do anything and then but they wouldn't get their high school diploma It'd be withheld until those things happened so anyway they still can get their high school diploma House Bill 1550, establishing a trans a transition to kindergarten program. So we know that there are some schools that have piloted um, trans kindergarten transition programs, TK programs. So this would be a transition to kindergarten programs. Some students have been accepted into this that weren't ready. So it really creates a, a framework where if a student is ready for kindergarten, then they get put in that transition period. If they're not, they go into a transitional kindergarten program. Uh, both are good. I hear that they can be very productive, and there's been some data that was presented about the impacts that it's had on schools. I haven't dug into the data because I don't didn't have access really to get to that research, but just what was presented in the public testimony. House Bill 1565, addressing the professional education workforce. Some ideas about the best program, modifying that. Really just retention of teachers since so many leave after a few years. Also, Senate Bill 56. 47 safety information to temporary employees so if we have a temporary employee they need all of the safety information that regular employees get that one kind of makes sense senate bill 5648 waivers for tribal and charter schools that other schools already have that would just be an addition to that to include those schools house bill 1609 school library and tech here's that media literacy component again house bill 1615 esa accounts for students interesting on that one reading that uh, for students that qualify, parents would have to apply, and then it would have to be used for educational purposes. They could go to a private school. Uh, as I was reading it, I, I had to read one of the paragraphs a few times about students could not be in public school. It would be specifically for enrolling students in private schools, and then they could use that money to help pay for that. House Bill 1622, students in homelessness, just kind of furthering that to making sure the homeless students in homelessness are taken care of house bill 1624 esd elections doesn't really impact us in the classroom um, but it does change how esd elections are done house bill 1658 giving kids credit for work experience which i think would be great and i i think we can do that right now but just kind of clarifies some of that house bill 1690 1692 student advisory groups this would be creating student advisory groups for each educational service district. So you'd have a committee of students um, for advisory purposes. House Bill 1701, justice involves students. So instead of juvenile detention, this, they're changing the language to this to be justice involved. 
students. So that'd be House Bill 1701, making sure they get a, an appropriate education for that. And then assigned to committee with no scheduled actions, a bunch of those have we've already talked about. And then the new ones would be Senate Bill 5511, adjustment to the prototypical model. This is where it gets fun, right? All of these bills just got added this week. Senate Bill 5558, parents' right to direct education, to direct their child's education. In other words, back to kind of school choice. House Bill 1549, increasing the AP options in schools, 1605, and 50, Senate Bill 5668. Both are the participation and skill centers. Those are companion bills, one in each chamber. Senate Bill 5653, the protection of children. Senate Bill 5656, school safety and preparedness. And then Senate Bill 5661, skill center class sizes, making sure those are like 21. And we're not done yet. So we got some more 600 ones here. Senate Bill 5671, experience factor adjustments for pay. Senate Bill 5678, providing firearm safety for students within the schools. Senate Bill 5680, seismic safety. So making sure schools are safe and how do we conduct in case of seismic activity. Senate Bill 5692, increasing the pupil limit for levies. So there's a per pupil limit. They want to increase that amount, which taxpayers may not like very much. House Bill 1608, access to anaphylactic medications. House Bill 1675 establishes a school safety dashboard. And House Bill 1749, instruction on contributions of Filipino Americans. And every year it seems like they're trying to push some of the stuff. Last year it was Chinese Americans. And, you know, just at what point are we going to get back to the basics of education? So I just keep uh, hoping we can get back to that. We don't need to include a whole bunch of this stuff. There have been contributions of all different types of cultures on um, our state, not just our state, but our country alone. So I think that should all be a part of the history anyway. I don't know when we need to have specific portions of our history taught on specific types of Americans. So anyway, that's what's going on this week. Hope you have a great week.